Hello, everybody. Welcome back to D&D 404. I am your DM, Tony. And join with me today in this fabulous new year are the other three New Year's resolution in our podcast. Fellas, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, starting with the now new and improved 2023 Jared. Our most checking in uh, New Year's resolutions. Uh, you know, I think we're going to try to get our most to be less blurred. Blood shard crazy. I think that's what we're gonna go for. That's Ooh, what we're hoping for. You know, he's he's got to go on a little bit of a diet. <laughs> got to go on a little bit of a diet. He's been a little too thirsty, but you know, we'll see. We'll see. How about you, Dan? Interesting. Yeah, that's me. I'm Dan. I play Minus Pebble Walker, tiny little swarm keeper ranger of the Ivory Boulders, and uh, Minus's New Year's resolution, uh, which I am totally not thinking up on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is. Um, is to um uh feed Reginald less hay. He's been a bit of an enabler, you know, and uh I, I, he needs to be a little more helpful with Reginald's new diet what? and lifestyle. Hey, what's up, man? What's going on? I know we get a little bit of a love handle, but <laughs> too 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 close to home, Dan. Too close to home. <laughs> <laughs> uh i am alec i play drill of the ashbourne and uh drill's new year resolution is as hard as it is for him i think he has to work on the non-glamour muscles he's really got to start working on the muscles that matter maybe like his core and stuff who knows probably not gonna happen but we can at least try not if i have anything to do about it <laughs> i mean this is the opposite he's actually working on his glamour muscles because he doesn't have those <laughs> mine is <laughs> totally forgot to say mine. Mine is to curse less. Good one. Yeah, because my kid has ears, and uh, I say the I say fudge a lot. I say a lot of other words. Too. I say a lot of other words. <laughs> 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 like dumb words. <laughs> so my New Year's resolution uh, as a podcast and in daily life is to just cuss just a little bit less. Only a little though. Only a little. I love how Tony <laughs> tells us this is in podcast, and then he just goes with like a real personal. This is totally a podcast. <laughs> Less ball sinkies could have been a good one. You know? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you guys want to kill Jack so bad. I don't know why. Oh, on site. I wonder why. On I site. wonder why. <laughs> you know why. <laughs> well, I guess this is a good segue into the rundown. And this episode's rundown is brought to you by Alec. I believe it's oh. Alec's turn to kick us off in the new year. <laughs> of course it is. Of course it is. Of course it is. Um. You know what? I, I'll yeah. Um, today this episode, I, I this is totally like Dan said, just not off the top of my head. Um, <laughs> definitely the Twitter. I will say there's a lot more people um following us on Twitter as of recent. It's been really cool. Um, a lot more interaction on there. Uh, so yeah, if you're missing out on that, definitely get on it because. We share some stuff on there. It's pretty cool. Um, Drell came out with a tier list, by the way. So I'm not going to tell you guys what they are or when they get released. But if you're in the Discord, you know. You already know. And maybe you'll find out if you follow us on Twitter. Who knows? That's, so, a, that's a bold rundown because in the current state of affairs, we don't know if Twitter's going to be around in two weeks. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll see how that Guess goes. What? Guess what? We're still there. So we'll be there until it dies. <laughs> <laughs> it's the dust oh man okay and with that being said we're gonna go ahead and get into the recap oh wait that was the whole last episode the last episode of 2022 we're gonna go ahead and go right into today's session bard play that intro let's get on with the show baby 
Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to the world of Humbrea, featuring three first-time adventurers and one very patient DM. This is D&D 404. We pick up today's session in Shadowfell. Some time has passed since you arrived in the Fell. Just a few hours ago, the three of you were in the midst of battle with a powerful necromancer named Julius Kendrick. During the fight, he lit the gothic lantern that you now know as the Fell Augburn. Moments before you were able to lay the final blow on Julius, he was able to slip away. After walking out of the tiny shack, you all start to try to figure out where the three of you are. And before you know it, you end up lost. Unable to find the tiny shack that you left the basement from, while walking around for just a few moments, you realize that the distance traveled while exploring was deceptively far. A few hours have passed, and the three of you have found what you deem to be a safe location for a rest. Sitting at a low-lit campfire with a small green flame barely illuminating the area and gives off no heat and no smoke, the three of you feel cold. On top of that, Armos and Drell overhear Minus journaling very loudly. Anyways, Mom, if worse comes to worse, I think we're going to have to eat Reginald. You see Reginald is over your shoulder like as you're journaling. He's like, well, how are you going to even send this letter out, man? I don't even know. Wait, what? And he's <laughs> caught off guard by your name. <laughs> I'm kidding, Reginald. I'm vegetarian. Drell would eat you, not me. Minus, can you stop journaling for one second? We got to figure out what we're doing. Oh. oh, yeah. Did you guys find anything or uh, we 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 uh, unlost yet? No, no. Oh. oh, okay. I'm almost done with this picture. Just tell me when you find something. Oh, my goodness. It's a picture of like Reginald over a fire and Drell, like getting some forks and knives. Oh, ready. Why is that stick really large? I'm not. Okay, listen, I don't even it's have a that different much bunny. It's a different bunny, me. Reginald. Oh, uh. Yeah, yeah, it's totally different, right? I still think it's kind of messed up that you would even eat another bunny, you know. Again, I would never eat an animal, but I respect people that do. So, Drell, if you got to do what you got to do, I understand Reginald's the one that's going first, you know? So, I have some bad news for the group. Especially you, Menace. What are you talking about? Don't say that. I'm sorry, not sorry. But it's a new year, new arc. Don't new start year, off with bad arc. news. <laughs> oh, listen, it, we fall so we may rise again. Okay. The problem here is that the three of you are on some sort of a mission when you went into the basement, only carrying the essentials with you. When you went into Shadowfell, some things were left behind, and that includes your cart. Oh, no. ah, mm, oh my god, right. my horse. I didn't <laughs> tell anybody we were leaving it. Who's going to feed him? What was in my cart? <laughs> well, what was in the car from all of you is the question here. And you have all your personal effects, your items, your potions, your gold. I'm not going to steal that from you. Um, but what your cart did have was all non-personal but survival items like rations, tents, uh, blankets, things that you would use to camp with and just live like everyday life, some tools. Like you guys still have your kits as far as your, um, you have with your character, like a Brewster oh, set. I still got my mom's cookies. 
Thank goodness. Those rotting monkeys. Armos, please no, tell me you have ones. all your money. Please tell me you have all your money. No, weird. I, I feel around. I feel my money, and I'm like, oh, nope. It's not. Uh, I think I might be broke. We, we are so screwed. We are uh, so screwed. <laughs> Quick question. Um, who is holding the bag of blood shards? That's me. Oh, okay. I can. I definitely can. Wait, it's no. I, Bro, New, Year's resolution. So, New Year's resolution. <laughs> your so I just want to remind you that the bag the bag of holding is about the size of like a small backpack. So mm -hmm. you kept it on you knowing how personal it was, but this is something that like when you're resting you put down. You still have it. Yeah. Just want to make I put it. it. It's a, put it's it. a sizable bag is the point I'm trying to make. I put it in my pants. So is it in your pants right no, now? No, no, no. When we're sleeping, so Armos can't touch it. Okay. But you're not sleeping right now, so you just have it like at your side. Okay. Yes, of course, of course. Okay. Um. So in the past, also, in addition, in the past few hours, your normal survival tricks have failed. You have no idea where north, south, east, or west are. In any direction that you face, the second you blink, the massive moon that overshadows... Shadowfell is always in front of you. If you look away from it and blink, it appears in front of you. There is no wind. It is very cold. It feels like winter. You don't, but you, however, you don't see any warmth from your breath here. From where you're standing, you can also see familiar landmarks, but can't properly judge the distance of them. And that is because after walking around for a while, you get that this is the nature of Shadowfell where distance traveled isn't the same. You could, you walk 10 feet, you look behind you, and you feel like you walked a mile. It looks like we walked a mile, or it feels like we walked you, It mile. looks like you walked a mile. Oh, okay. So you're at this campsite, and there's a bunch of broken stones that are like in the ground that look like to be old tombstones. The rocks are jagged. The trees have no leaves on them. They're twisted and distorted. And the three of you are sitting on broken logs around the campfire. Uh, about this moon, is it? Does it change? Does it go from like full moon to like not full moon? It is always a full moon. From the time you spent here, you haven't noticed any changes to it. However, it's always in the direction that you're walking. And how does Drell feel in regards to <laughs> the full moon. <laughs> yeah. Is he feeling a little cheesy? Well, that's an interesting question, and I am glad you asked. Oh, God. As you stare at the moon, only in times where the three of you are not talking is when it feels truly unsettling to you. You feel your blood boil a little bit, but you don't have these urges to feast on cheese just yet. Okay. Good to know, good to know. If you look at the battle map, you will see the three of you are at a campsite. While we're sitting there, while Menace is over there journaling, me and Drell are probably talking about the, uh, the green flame here, trying to figure it out. Can, uh, can we try to light our lanterns with this? Or does it have, like, no effect? So... When you try to light anything, you do get sparks by using traditional means. Mm -hmm. um, anytime you make a spark, it illuminates green. The gothic lantern that you have, also known as the Fell Augburn, does not light as it does require a special oil that you do not have. Well, we gotta find this oil, because it feels like this is the key home, but where do we start? And I kind of just look around the 
the vastness as I blink and see the moon moving around. So you're on your own log by yourself, and Reginald is sitting next to you, go, oh, like, oddly shivering. What is this feeling, Arvos? And he's like, cold. He looks cold, but he's never been cold before. Uh, he's like, oh, oh, this is weird. This is weird. Go ahead and give me a perception check as you look around the vast land. Is that for everybody or just Armos? Yeah, I mean, uh, Minus, if you, as you finish journaling, you can also make a perception check. Why don't you, why don't you guys make you a group perception check? Oh, I got a six. Oh, my God. Uh, all right, I'm done with my drawing. Here, here, Joel, you can keep this. <laughs> hand him the drawing of him eating red. Uh, um, that's a first nat 20 of the new arc. Wow. Take that. Hey. Okay. Okay, I'm just going to say this. I started arc two with a nat 20. You started this arc with a nat 20. Armos next arc. His first rule is going to be... You know what? I'll get there sometime. <laughs> just telling you. <laughs> Got 16. Armos, you look around, and you just see a bunch of dead trees, broken rock, craggy grass. You cannot make heads or tails of where you are. You don't know if it's day or night. You don't know if there is even a night cycle or day cycle here. You have not been more lost in your entire life. I mean, I don't even... I woke up one day not knowing anything. That so. is true, but you yeah. do have your bearings back. <laughs> Pretty sure I've been more lost before, but... <laughs> Menace, you take this picture out of your journal. You go to hand it to Drell. And Drell goes to look at you. And you feel a shuffling at your feet. Sid? And Sid is on your shoulder when you call out his name. Sid? Sid? Sid Jr.? As you feel the shuffling at your feet, you as so when you guys came here, you put your bags down to relax, and at in between you and Drell was or is the bag of holding. As you feel the shuffling of your feet, you look down and the bag of holding is open. But something is sticking out of it. You see the top of a head with empty eye sockets, with no nose sticking out, with loose hair shading over its face, with a low hum growl. Its loose balding hair barely hides its thin, fragile flesh face with, with red glowing eye sockets. Drell, with a nat 20, you also notice this face looking at both of you, looking up from the bag. Drell, with a nat 20 on your perception, I'm going to allow you to make a reaction. Step. Nice. Ooh, seven. Uh, menace. <laughs> I'm not seeing this right. The bag, man. My mom warned me of the bag, man. I thought it was a fairy tale. What the <laughs> fuck is the bagman, man? And then I'm just going to uh, try to kick it, like kick it over. You go ahead and kick the bag. Go ahead and make me. No, I try a... to kick his face. Oh, you want to kick his face? Go ahead and roll the hit. Uh, That is a 13. You go to kick the bag as you miss, as the bag rolls to the side in between Minus's legs and looks up at him. <laughs> and a large protruding arm comes from the bag, towers over Minus, and just barely over Drell, 
and is going to come straight down on this tall. Help! <laughs> this guy's really tall. As he drops down with an 11 to hit, barely missing as Minish, you roll uh. back from the log in shocking fear. You are able to roll to your feet as he cuts the log you're sitting on in half. I'm going to need everybody to roll me initiative. It's an 18. 15. 23. <laughs> you got a 7. We're going to start the top of the round with initiative 23. Minus, you have just rolled backwards onto your feet as this large, thin, fleshy claw slams down, cutting your seat in half. Its arm is still out of the bag onto the floor as it penetrated the stone ground in front of you as it starts to drag closer back to the bag, leaving large scratch marks in the ground. What are you doing? Well, the first thing Minus does is he screams, Mom, I'm sorry. Yeah, I lied to you. I did sneak out that night. I knew this day would come. The bag man's after me. <laughs> I get up and I, uh, the first thing I do is I pull out my mace of disruption and my javelin. Oh, you dual wielding. I'm dual wielding. And for those of you that say, A, you can't dual wield those things. I took a feat. So screw you. I can dual wield those things. <laughs> the feat I took when I leveled up is a pretty awesome feat called, you guessed it, dual wielder. <laughs> and now I can dual Sick. wield things I couldn't before as long as they're one hand. <laughs> That's pretty rad, Minus. That's pretty rad. I don't have time to talk about rad things. He's still screaming. Oh, man. I mean, that's pretty rad. <laughs> Thanks, so. And he, All right. I, I just start dual wheeled and just running at this thing with my javelin. Okay. What are you doing? Uh, I'm just going to take two attacks right off the bat with my javelin. Uh, that's a 15 and a 29. As you slash with your javelin, it evades the first strike. It senses as it saw you coming, but you get it with the second attack. Awesome. So I hit that with seven. Not great. And then go for an attack with my offhand mace of disruption. And that's going to be a 10. <laughs> so luckily I do mark it as my favorite foe because I'm freaking out. And this is the only thing I can focus on at the moment. So I'm going to use one mark of my favorite foe trait. And I'm also going to do extra melee damage with my swarm. With my swarm and the favored foe, I do another six points of damage. That ends my turn. As you stab him with the javelin, you see all the sids panicking just like you. And they start slapping the arm as the arm begins to retract into the bag. We're going to move to initiative 18, Drell. Drell, as we move to your initiative, you have just seen this large, shocking hand come out and try to attack Minus, and it moved out of the way while it was in the bag when you tried to kick it. What are you doing? Okay, I'm gonna grab him by the neck and try to pull him out of the bag. Mm. <laughs> you walk over to the bag as you attempt to grapple this thing. I'm gonna need you. It's gonna be very good or very bad. <laughs> Go ahead and make me a contested strength check. Uh, that's oh, an no. <laughs> It rolled a 22. As you reach down into the bag, you like open the top of it and you see this thing's massive head with a long gated jaw with rows of teeth with long scraggly arms 
with its flesh is tight to its bone, just full of muscle and sinew, rotting at the base. And it grapples you as you reach your arm in, and he pulls you into the bag. What? We're going to move to initiative 15. Almost. Oh You've just seen this large hand come out of the, out of the bag, Freddy Krueger style, to swipe <laughs> at Menace, and Drell ran over, and it pulled him in. Armos. Guys. What are you doing? Guys, I'm in the bag. Drell must have stuck out, too. Oh, God. <laughs> so, wait a minute. Can I see the head still, or is the arm... You don't. you just seen Drell's boots go in and go, whoop, and it, like... It's still open, and you see the glow of, like, the blood shards that's inside. But that's mm -hmm. all you see from your position as you're sitting on this log. I want to go in the bag. This is bullshit. <laughs> you're not allowed in the bag. Cool kids only. Okay. So I can't attack anything because there's nothing to, to hit, right? There is a bag of holding in front of you. Oh, my goodness. An open bag of holding in front of you. Uh-huh. Do we know if it's our bag of holding? Oh, it's, it's ours, right? Yeah, I mean, you recognize it as your bag of yeah. holding. Yeah. Oh, God. It's bad. Guys, I'm in the back. <laughs> Armos, what are you doing? I don't really have anything that I can think of to help in this situation without being able to see it. I don't, I don't know. Um, You've counterspelled. Do you have counter grapple? Yeah, help right. out, Armos. <laughs> yeah, Armos. Come on, man. <laughs> Um, okay, wait, so he, if, what is it when I ready an action, then I can go, like, after the guy? Is so, that, how do I go yeah, after the guy? When you what ready an action, you're preparing your, this turn's reaction as a main action, so if, if you were to pop up, um, if it were to come into your view, mm -hmm. you can immediately do an attack as a reaction, but you use, like, your normal action. Gotcha. You guys help. I'm in the back. Okay, I'm just gonna move behind some rocks that are nearby, or a tree, whatever's there. Use it as cover. So the closest thing to you, there's like a giant broken rock formation to your mm -hmm. right. Uh, okay. It's kind of like covering the flame a little bit. You can hide behind that if you want. All right, perfect. So I'm gonna move there, and then I'm already in action. Armos, why'd you move so far away from the back? Well, where are we going to bags over there? Do <laughs> the blood shards. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm in the bag. <laughs> okay, so I see the rock. I see Drell get sucked in there. Uh, using doing strategics, I uh, strategery. I'm gonna get behind this rock over here and uh, wait for it to pop back up before I can start blasting. <laughs> new year, new Armos. Am I right? We're exactly gonna... <laughs> right. Right. The tone shifts as we move to the next initiative. Drell, you took one look at this fleshy, sinewy creature as you are pulled in, realizing this thing's massive strength, deceptively tough, as it pulled you in with ease, you fall into the bag as the environment around you, you look up as you're falling, and the dark night sky becomes smaller and smaller as you are in a void of darkness with no light, and you fall and fall until you land on a pile of blood shards. The very blood shards you have been collecting. Okay, well, he didn't pull me. He didn't pull me in with ease. All right, let's just get that straight. Oh, he it pulled was you in with pretty ease. contested. It was pretty <laughs> contested. <laughs> you land on this pile of blood shards that seems mountainous to you. 
and you look up and you can see the top of the bag is open, but there is no light other than the shards illuminating at your feet. As you grip your axe, you realize that there's no air. You are currently holding your breath. You see this large, thin creature with flesh tight to its muscles and skin. Its long jaw with rows of teeth and its hair loosely covering its face. This thing is about 15 feet tall, glowing red eyes as it stares at you on top of this blood shard mountain. Okay, dude, how the fuck did you even get in my bag? (laughs) And it lunges at you. It is going to make a series of attacks. I think I'm great at dodging. It swipes at you twice with its large claws as they both miss as you evade out of the way. And when you turn to look around to smile and grin, it bites down at you, dealing seven points of damage and now has you Mm. grappled. Okay, wait. So I can't. Okay, so wait. Off the first two attacks, I want to spend it before he bites me. I want to spend a uh, superiority die and attack him back. Okay, go ahead and do that. All right, come on. Come on, Drill, you fucked this up earlier. Uh, fuck. That's a 14. You go to try to strike back, and as you swing with your axe, its claw just slaps it out of the way, oh. and he launches at you with a bite, dealing seven points of damage. <laughs> you are now grappled by this thing, as after it bite you, after it beat you, it's now holding onto your arms, and this thing feels very strong, Drill. We're going to go ahead and move end of the round and all the way back up to menace wait to me well right? no because you already took your turn right? but you don't see this thing it is still in the back so i can't make a reaction correct right uh, yeah because it didn't come into your line of sight so you can't take that action okay Jarell, as you are grappled by this monstrosity the camera angle zooms from the bag and from the perspective of menace and you just watched your biggest largest friend get dragged in a bag that you thought can only hold items. Minus, what are you doing? All right. I see my friend get pulled into the bag. I look over at Armos. I go, Armos, it's going to be okay. Ah! And I jump into the bag. Oh, my. <laughs> After drill. <Yes. laughs> my hands went from a ready position to start casting some spells to just... Dropping my hands and just shaking awesome. my head. That is what I'm talking about. That's fucking commitment. I'm coming, Drell. <laughs> what? So that's my movement. I, I, I will say we just left the one guy who loves blood shards way too much. The only guy outside the bag of blood shards. But that's okay. I'm pulling my hair. I, I'm I'm pulling my hair at that. You. You. I I love this fight. And yet, I, you still did something unpredictable. I don't even... <laughs> <laughs> Minus, you run and charge into the bag, which is going to take up your movement for this turn. Yeah. As you run and jump in, as you dive into the pile of blood shards, but then suddenly the pile of blood shards seem farther away as you fall and fall, and the opening for the bag becomes smaller and smaller. The night sky blends into the blackness of its environment. You realize there is no air. As you take one final breath and hold it in, and you drop down onto this massive pile of blood shards. They seem a lot larger from this perspective, and on top of the blood shard hill is a large creature towering over Drell, holding him in place with its large limbs. I, 
Do I just like land on the blood shards and kind of get up? Is that? Yeah, you land and get up. That's your whole movement. All right, draw. And I'm speaking with my <laughs> vocal cord shut. <coughs> that hurt. That hurt my. <laughs> He's playing it up really well. He's playing it up really well. It's too real. Ugh. And I, I just uh, close my vocal cords. I'm like, no, you're gonna be okay. And I cast a uh, bless on him and I. Question: What is the component for bless? Mm. Um, oh, vocal. <laughs> so you're not casting bless. <laughs> But you can you can still do that with your you can talk without closed. breathing like in and out. I can yeah. talk like this without breathing. Are they in space or are they just no air? There is there is no <laughs> air. The place is void of air specifically. So you're mm, holding so your breath, but you there is no air. I can I can literally right. talk without breathing. <laughs> Jared, who the fuck side are you on? So. So run me through the mechanics of this, just so I'm. So I am working off the cuff here. Yeah, yeah. Because you know the bag of holding is magical and being interpreted in many different ways. The place is void of air, but because you went in with no breath, um, you have a few rounds to hold your breath. So you hold your breath for thirty seconds, normally, and then you make a Constitution saving throw to see if you can hold your breath equal to your Constitution modifier. That's how I rule it. Okay. Okay. So. If you have plus two to your constitution, you can hold your breath for an additional two rounds before that's it. Okay? That's how I that's how it's gonna run. Yeah, but because yeah. you are saying bless, and it's like so you jump in, you're like <gasps> and then you cast bless, you're like, praise the Lord. And you're like just trying yeah. to say it as fast <laughs> as possible. So you're going yeah. to lose a round of holding your breath. Actually, we'll rule it like that. You're gonna lose one that's round. Cool. That's a that's awesome, but terrible for me. But what's cool your constitution modifier? <laughs> My constitution modifier is three plus three. Okay, so you're going to lose, so you have plus two when it comes to holding your breath, yeah, so you get yeah. to hold your breath for 30 seconds, plus two rounds. Yep. Cool. Okay, go ahead and cast plus. Yeah, um, so what that means, Drell, is um, every time you make an attack roll or a saving throw, mm. you get plus okay. four. Okay. Hell yeah. And that's going to end my turn, that's all I can do. <laughs> you jump down, you land on this pile of blood shards, and you're like... <gasps> Malor, Malor, grab me your order, and you try to get, like, <laughs> using as little breath as possible, and you bless Drell. Drell, you are invigorated with this bless, but you are grappled at the moment, but you feel this sudden inspiration from your friend who dived into the bag after you. It is your initiative. What are you doing? So to get out of this, what would I have to make? You need to make a contested strength check. All right. I'll go ahead and make one of these contested strength checks we talk about. <laughs> um... I want to summon my alchemy jug and summon a quart of oil and coat myself in it like baby oil and try to worm my way out to help me get, you know, some sort of advantage from this grapple check. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, come on, dude. I use it for gla my glamour muscles all the time. It's perfect oil. <laughs> you take yes you can take out your alchemy jug and pour baby Perfect. oil all over yourself i will absolutely allow this is it. what i'm talking about all right uh okay so my first rule four uh so that's an 18. as he tries to dig his nails deeper he's like <laughs> he can't get a hold of you as his arms are sliding up yeah. and you up and down <laughs> your muscles and he's like <laughs> and he don't grab loose from his grip um okay and then I'm going to take 
my fuck I really don't want to burn it this early but can't really hold my breath for that much longer so now that I'm free uh, I'm gonna go ahead and take my axe and I'm going to fucking hit him with it oh my god dude these rolls suck is a 17 that is going to connect oh here we go thank goodness finally um that is a 13 damage on the first one. okay what else you do uh, and the next one is a 26 to hit. That is gonna hit. And that's another 15 damage. Two devastating hits. What else are you doing? Then I flutter my coat. <laughs> <laughs> you deliver two deadly attacks as you slip free, covered in baby oil, as it's looking at its hands, confused, dealing quite yep. a lot of damage as you rip through its body. As you slip out of its grasp, we slip into Armos's initiative. Armos. You are in Shadowfell, looking at this bag, and you notice something as Minish jumped in before your very eyes, and you and Reginald just do like a double take to each other, like, uh, so I guess this is a win, right? Because now we have, we have the bag now? I mean, we can just, you know what I'm saying? Um, and then you can notice, when you look back from Reginald into the bag, you notice that the bag is tearing at the seam. Okay. So... Still shaking my head after seeing what, what just happened and seeing the, the bag rip. I run over to the bag and I pick it up and try to dump it out. Absolutely. You oh. pick up the bag and you flip it out. And all these blood shards and minutes and drill. The three, the two of you are like, oh, what's going on? And it begins to pour out. All these blood shards. And the hole that you guys came in becomes bigger and bigger and bigger as the two of you are flipped onto your heads, onto the floor, falling in reverse, if you will, and land out onto the Shadowfell grass. Shards dispersed along the floor as the two of you are prone, able to breathe once again. I wasn't done beating his ass. Put us back in there. Mm -hmm. Give me a second, though. Uh. <laughs> um, so that's my move and my action, right? Yes. Uh, for my bonus action, I'm going to do Hellish Rebuke. And I'm going to just look at him. I'm going to be like, now it's my turn. You could if you saw him. He was oh, not empty him. from the bag. Only Menace and Drell and all these no. blood shards you've been stacking up have poured out. No. You look back in the bag to be like, where is he? And as you go to look in the bag, you see this face just pressed up against it <laughs> with its red eyes and long jaw. And it fades into the darkness, into the void of the bag. I close the bag. <laughs> you cinch it up. Yeah. And you were out of combat. Uh, I, uh... You have all these blood shards on the floor in front of you. Okay, Here's, well, let me back in there. Here's a second. We're going right back in. You see Minus tying a, his rope to a rock around a boulder <laughs> and to his waist. Are you with me, Drell? Yeah, throw me back in there. Jesus. Uh, what? Reginald is eyeing all of these blood oh, yeah. on the floor, drooling. Armos as well. Uh, <laughs> I think. Uh, you know the well, guy you know, can I, wait, guys. I, I, I hand, I hand the guys the the bag. 
And I'm like, here, you guys, you guys, you guys hold this. Yeah. I get, uh, I'll, I'll stay here. <laughs> keep a, keep a lookout. Reginald has a look on his face as he's biting his lower lip and looking at Armos like, I think, uh, we have ourselves a little reward. What do you, what do you say, Armos? I think, uh, we're going to go with no. Remember that big ass boulder you guys fucking absorbed? Uh, that's your reward for about a month. Oh come on, man! We can just have one, right? I mean, one is within our, within our limit, right? Right, right, almost. I see one by my foot, and I just put my foot, like, starting to hide one. Make me a slide of hand check. Ooh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Guys, you didn't hear this. Well, this would go against my perception, right? Nineteen. Because I'm literally talking Ooh. to him. Yes. Yeah, but I'm distracting you with my sleight of hand. Talking uh, with my hands. Fuck, I only got a seven. <laughs> right, I, I, I wink at Reginald. What's that over there? He winks back. <laughs> you see Minus is tied to a rock to his waist. <laughs> ready yeah, to really go again. Like we gotta get, yeah, we gotta get this guy out of our fucking bag. <laughs> what are you guys doing? We're going back in the bag. What do you mean? What are we doing? We're getting yeah. back right, in the bag. Do we take turns or do we just right, both go? This is what we're going to do. I'm going to tie a rope to you. You tie a rope to that rock. Already done. Okay. Wait, hold on. <laughs> Can the bag light on fire from the inside? Oh, that's a good question. That's a good question. You mean all kind of check? <laughs> uh, Get to re-roll a one at least. Fuck, dude! I got a minus one to our kind of two. An unnatural one after a natural one. Uh, fire burn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. I mean, we could just right. light it on fire and. <laughs> no, no, no! We don't want to burn the outside of the bag. Almost. This is what we're gonna do. We're gonna tie you to a rope. Okay. Mm. We're gonna drop you in the bag. You see then three Minus, other ropes are already tied to yeah. the rock, and Minus is, like, ready. <laughs> I, th I think I'd rather just stay out here. You know? No, no, no. So the three of you are tied to a rock, and you open the bag. It is completely dark and blackened. It is empty. There's nothing inside. Nothing that we can see. It's just pitch black is what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, we're, we're going to go in there just in case, right, Drell? Yeah, just to check. Yeah. All right, I'm jumping in. <coughs> Three, two, one. <coughs> Cannonball! <laughs> he goes back you in. You jump into the bag, and... Minus, how much do you weigh? Uh, We're getting punished right now, you hear this? <laughs> We're getting punished for jumping into the bag. How much do I weigh? <laughs> Probably like 100 pounds. So we're going to say with your armor and everything and your equipment that you're carrying with, we're going to say about 160 pounds. That's with your gear and everything. Yeah, I mean, weapons are heavy, bro. I guess. Are heavy, man. I mean, have you seen your big ass head? I mean, you have two one-handed yeah. weapons, right? Yeah, yeah, I got them out. <laughs> as you jump inside, you feel yourself falling and then suddenly floating as you are the only thing around you. <laughs> and... Zoom out of the bag and you just watch Minus jump in. What are you two doing? All right. Armos, you go in next and I'll stay out here and look out. You know. I'll be a lookout. Ugh. Come on, just go in there and help him. Come on, you didn't jump in the first time. He probably feels alone. Just get nah, in there. Nah, I'm good. I'm good. I take a look in the bag and since I have like dark vision, can I see anything? With your knowledge, you know that this bag, you're not looking into darkness. You're looking into the astral plane. Yeah. This is a 
pocket dimension of the astral plane that you know, and with your understanding of Arcana, that anything is placed inside, you could just pull out like as you think it. So if it was like a whole armory in there, you're able to pull out exactly what you want. Yeah. <laughs> so why can't I just think of that creepy looking face guy and just pull him out? Well, yeah. he's not in there. He, he was just in my bag. He was just in so. the bag. So he just jumps bag to bag. Because he's the bag man. Oh my god. It's Jack Skeleton trying to steal our shit. <laughs> trying to steal Christmas. <laughs> All right, fine. All right, I pull Minus out. You pull Minus out, and Minus, you go, oh! <laughs> Did I'd, you see him in there, Minus? I didn't see him anywhere. All right. I, I didn't. I didn't see anything. All right, well, uh, Armos, you stand over there by that big rock. Minus, you help me pick up every single one of these blood shards and put it back in the bag. <sighs> okay, I'm just gonna tie myself real quick. All right. I uh. I quickly start to start to help, but I lean down to pick up one and then pick up the the other one underneath my foot and stick it in my pocket. We have the exact amount, right? Minus, pull out your journal. We'll count every single one of them. <laughs> yeah. So we got. You? Wait, we're missing one. So you just, you count and you count two hundred and forty-five blood shards that are on the floor. 245, wow. 245. Armos, you have one mm. under your boot. Uh, no, no, no. I just said when, when you were... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, hold on. All right, Armos, we're, we're missing one. We literally cannot leave here you until we find it. You don't know that. You, you don't you know that. Don't you wouldn't know that. Know. You wouldn't know that. <laughs> what do you mean we don't wouldn't know? You wouldn't, you wouldn't know that. We never counted them. That's one of the things I did during my off time. At the farms. <laughs> no, uh, all right, fine. Fine. Armos could have his one blood shard. I don't care. Uh, all right. Chuck well, one up for the um, I guess can we kind of just look around and see if anything in the area has changed? Nothing in the area has changed. So we're putting the blood shards back in the bag. Mm -hmm. Is Is that what you're saying? And we're just going to act like that dude's just gone right well, what do you want to do Armos? we don't I, know where he went hey i'm you just wanna, trying to get you, a, you didn't want to get recap. in the bag and so minutes you're trying to understand what's going on and as Armos and drell are like almost bickering about what they should do you know this fairy tale that this story your mom used to tell you that if you lied or did bad things the evil boogeyman this bag man will eat you in your sleep menace Wait, you uh, said you knew what this is. What, uh, what's the? Bag, tell man. me the story. Well, well, the story, the story my mom told me is that if you're a bad little minotaur and you do anything naughty like sneaking out after dark or stealing people's lunches or, or you know, fighting uh, your friends when you're not supposed to, then a, a bagman would pop out of your backpack or your sack or something and and grab you in the night. That's, that's what I was told. Hmm. But we haven't done anything bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've done nothing bad. And then Minus thinks back to one time where he snuck out late to go, like, collect flowers in the woods. Yeah, I've, Dude, I've never done anything bad. Done? I've literally not done a single bad thing in my life. Wait, Drell, do you think it was Armos? He damned all those people with those blood shards. 
Oh, fuck, Whoa. you're right. Whoa. <laughs> you damned all those souls. That's just definitely it. That's no. Nope. First off. Good job, Menace. And Drell's like waving his finger. Yep. That's, that's definitely yeah, that must it. be it, right? <laughs> it couldn't be us at all. I, no I swear, I've done nothing bad. I promise. <laughs> so, like, you guys want to just walk or. <laughs> I don't know well, where the fuck we are. <laughs> What's the so we're just putting the putting them back in there? Is that what you're? Yeah, should we just like decision? Throw these back in here. The bagman's gone. Yeah, this yeah, let's just toss them back in. All right, cool. A minute, hope opens the bag. I can help with those. Hang on, here, here, here. let me. (laughs) Yeah, we can. You know, we can help with those. (laughs) So the three of you. Gather up the blood shots and you put all 245 back into the bag of holding. You do notice that while you're gathering the blood shots, that at the seam seems to be tearing a little now. Oh, jeez. <clears throat> is it on the bottom or is it more on the side? It's more on the side. Oh, man. Let me try something. Malor, Malor, grant me your aura. And I cast mending on the bag. Does that do anything? Ooh, does mending nice. affect magical items? Yes. <laughs> and it does. <laughs> the spell repairs a single break or tear on an object you touch. You see with through Malora's power that it begins to mend. But you notice that the job is shoddy. It doesn't fix like it normally does. You notice that the connection in Shadowfell to Malora is a bit distant. You see Drell sadly turn back around with thread and needle in his hands. Oh, okay. Are, it's cool. It's cool. Wait, what was that, Drell? As Minus looks around. Uh, um, so, like, where do you guys want to go from here? <laughs> Does he Drell have it, like, behind his back now? Because he's, like, definitely tearing up a little bit. Oh, fuck. That's amazing. <laughs> Sid, are you? Hey, Sid, are you feeling okay? He nods his head. Uh, I rubbed your head, and I didn't get as much energy as I usually do. He tries to rub his feet like static electricity. All right. Well, hopefully that is not ominous or foreshadowing in the slightest. You see his like little rock arm falls off, and he goes, "Man," he puts it back on. <gasps> that normally happen? I swear I've seen you do that before. <laughs> and he nods his whole body, yes. I'll ignore it for now. All right. <laughs> do we see any, like, I, I know we're in a different land, but do we see any structures that are familiar at all in the distance? So you do recognize the mountains around you. Like, mm. you, you notice that as you walked, you did see the mountains that overlooked the giant's footpath that looked familiar towards you that looked familiar to you uh that was the direction that you originally started off with and then once you started to turn around to see where you went that's when you've become lost within the shadow but when you're walking it's something is tricking you you feel like your eyes are playing tricks on you hmm I mean, I got lots of tricks up my sleeve, guys, but I don't think I have anything that will help me out of this mess. Um, what if we look at the that map? Because we need to get that oil. 
in order to get out of this place. So if we look at that map, maybe it helps us if we can go to those locations. I don't know. Stretch of an idea. Yeah, when we look at the map, do we see any locations that look similar to the locations of importance on our map? You you do. You do notice like the grand landscapes. So as you look around to try to get your bearings, you do see the mountains overlooking the giant footpath, like way in the distance. You don't actually see the giant's footpath. So that's the only point of reference you really have. But right now you're kind of lost in the oh. middle of nowhere. Maybe, maybe we go towards the Sigit College. I'm out. I don't know what to do, Drell. I'm panicking. <laughs> I got absolutely nothing. Reginald chimes in and I mean, I guess we could walk towards the mountains. I mean, that seems kind of familiar. I mean, don't we need to get a reward for fighting that uh, necromancer guy? You know, the guy who's that has what a do giant bone snake. I mean, I'm a, I was there. I should get some food, right? Like, you know, a hand. All right. I don't know if you noticed. Well, that's fair. Yeah, I we'll take the weight. other stuff. You can grab a hand. That's fine. Yeah, you know, something like a munch on, you know, yeah. a leg. Yeah. Yeah, uh, just to let you know, Reginald, I, uh, I need to, I realized I need to respect your new lifestyle more, and you've been trying real hard to eat less hay, so I'm gonna stop enabling you, and I'll, I'll keep my hay to myself as much no, as I want to help you that. out. you don't need to do that. No, it's no, fine. No, I understand no, I mean, now. You no, said you no, want no, to do no. this, adventures, and I'm gonna, adventures. I get it. I'm gonna oh, help you know. out, man. Ah, I'm gonna it's help cool, you it's out. It's cool, it's cool, it's cool. Ah, I appreciate it, but you don't, you don't have to do that. <laughs> So the three of you pack up your things and you start to you look at this map and you're trying to find a direction and you just seem to be getting more and more lost you think you found your bearings and then boom you look up from the map and the giant moon in the shadowy sky blocks your vision it seems to always be in a spot where it's most inconvenient to you as you're trying to get your bearings. This moon is high in the sky and just in the way. And as you walk, about an hour passes, and then you feel the ground shaking around you. After the three of you try to find your bearings, you hear some loud thuds. This, they sound like big footsteps bumping along. Over a small ridge, you see a large creature around 18 to 20 feet tall holding a large burlap sack. And he is slowly walking in the direction that is away from you. You notice that he's walking of what loosely looks like a road. After a few paces, you see him put down a large burlap sack. He looks to his left. He goes, ah! in a low deep voice from his bag he pulls out a giant twisted club that looks to be broken off of a big tree and loudly sneaks in a direction leaving this giant bag behind him but he goes I'm gonna get one and as he turns you see his side profile and he is a large man he is Drell you notice him that he is a he looks like a pale like a very pale version of a hill giant long flowy hair as he's trying to sneak along 
through the broken grass and trees as he leaves the road and it is a burlap sack. A very large bag in the road as he easily steps over a hill and walks out of sight. And you overhear, ah, it looks like another silk as he thumps away. All right, Menace, I think you should go look and see what's in that sack. Okay, I'm on it. And he just rolls away without thinking. <laughs> Menace is feeling very connected with Drell right now. They just experienced yeah. something crazy in a bag. So he's all exactly. about bags and camaraderie. Yeah. Menace starts sneaking towards the bag, I suppose. You start sneaking towards the bag as you find yourself on this very loose dirt road. Go ahead and roll me a stealth check. 29. You get to the bag with ease. And this bag is towering over you. It's like a small cottage the size of this bag. And the, and its opening is all the way at the top. It's like tied together with rope. And it like kind of leans over so slightly, but you will need to climb the bag to look at what's inside of it. Yeah, before climbing the bag, Minus looks over. He double points at his uh, crewmates. He kind of like does all these weird hand signals of like birds and scratches and climbing and then just gives them a thumbs up. Yep, yep. Totally <laughs> starts, understood. Starts climbing up the bag. Give me a acrobatics check as you climb this bag. Bird. So I got a six. Mm. <laughs> there it is. You step on and the bag is not sturdy and you feel like there's something squishy inside the bag and you fall over and the bag like falls on top of you and some of... Drell and Armos, you see like this bluish goop fall out of the bag uh, and like some dead carcasses of animals you are not familiar with. Minish, you are underneath the bag covered in this blue goop. Oh my god. That's so gross. <laughs> Drell goes over and like throws up on the side. It would really suck to be covered in all of that. <laughs> <laughs> He's like wiping his, his face. <laughs> Yeah, Menace is trying very hard not to throw up and ruin all the stealth he just did. He's just like... <laughs> you dust yourself off and you try to like, you get all the goop out of your face and mouth and you look inside this bag and this thing is filled to the brim with what looks like a very weird deer or elk. It doesn't look normal. Like the head of... On its head is like two mouths with distorted antlers. Like some of them only have one eye. Like it was born that way. Look like very rotten dead carcasses. There's also a ton of crooked lumber. It looks like a bunch of branches and large logs from the trees. It looks like it's from the trees around you. And you do see this small bag kind of at your feet now. And it looks like a tiny coin purse. And you do hear something inside of it. As it jiggles. Like when you go to pick it up, it like you hear the sounds of coins. I look down at the bag. I look at Sid. I look down at the bag. I look over at the giant. I look down the bag. I go, Sid, run. And I grab the bag and run away. You grab the bag and you're like, and you hear in the distance, uh, boom. And this, the ground rumbles as he swings his giant tree mace and here. And he just hit 
like some animal. Oh god, oh god, go see. Run, 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 and run, you run, run, run back. Run. Oh, fuck. While he's distracted. <laughs> back up against the, the log or the tree work. Wait, minutes, just stand like a, f a few feet away, man. You kind of smell. But yeah. tell us, tell us what you saw. <sighs> oh my gosh. There are these animals. Weird animals I've never seen. Yeah. <laughs> and Sid throws up pebbles. And I swallow my throw up. <laughs> it was disgusting. <laughs> Hold on, I got something. And I open the, the small bag and look in. You notice that there's four coins inside of them. The coins look exactly like the ones you found in Julius's office. They're like a, they look like silver coins, but it's not made out of silver. When you examine the coins, like they're made of a material that none of you are familiar with. And it has the etching of a raven on it. And there are only four? There are only four of them. Wait, didn't we find these before? Yeah. Yeah, you have a bag of them. Yeah, yeah. Menace tosses the coins uh, over to Armos and throws the bag aside. I, I, there's nothing else in there, right? So we have 318 total of these. 322, yeah. 318 plus 4. 322 raven coins. I toss the bag aside. Wait, is okay. it wait, is it a nice coin purse? It just looks like a really small burlap sack. Yeah, I toss it aside. If it was nicer than mine, I would have taken it, you know. You know, there's too many That's damn theft. bags. It's literally theft, Menace. If we get the bag man to come after us, Menace, this is Yeah, what we're, that's how we get the why. bag man to come back, Menace. You want that? Remember that story we just said? That no one learned their lesson. Oh, wait, wait, you're right. Give me the coins back. And he starts reaching into Armos's pocket for the coins. <laughs> yeah, wait, Armos, you pulled out your coin bag. I thought you said you lost it. Oh, no, 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 no. That's no. good to know. These are the raven have, coins. No, it's good I'm to saying know you gold. have your actual... Bump, bang, crack as this oh. giant begins to come back into view, and he is dragging another one of these deformed deer. As he's going back to his burlap sack, he's like, it's got me another silk. <laughs> Food. And he goes back to his bag <laughs> and he knows like oh, why do you leave my bag like this? Wait a minute. Who was here? And he opens the bag. And he's looking at it, he goes, okay. Branch stick. Zelk. Oh, no. <laughs> uh one-eyed zelk. Uh Two-eyed Zelk. Are we gonna listen? Uh, How this guy just listen? This guy fucking talk. Zelk. Yeah, let's okay, let's sneak I, away I, while he does this. All right, guys, come Zelk. on, let's go. Okay. All right, everything <laughs> looks like it's here. Uh, and he takes the dead Zelk that he just beat in, beat to death, and he throws it in a bag. And he cinches. I guess I was just in a hurry. I better get back to town. And he puts the bag, he puts his club away, and he. Tosses the burlap sack over his shoulder and begins to walk away. Oh my god. Which which way is he? Town. Wait, we're gonna yeah. follow him. Town. Right? He said town. Yes. <laughs> yep. 
We need to find yes, any sir. kind of information. Okay. <laughs> but can we please tail back far enough? We don't have to listen to him fucking sing. You see in a distance that he jumps and clicks his heels together? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Trill slowly pulls out his giant slayer. I can, I can Wait, shut him up. Doesn't Minus have like a eagle of some sort that could fly and track this guy shut down? Shut the fuck up! <laughs> We're far enough back, we don't hear him anymore. We're just gonna loop Tony doing that during all of our conversations as oh, we follow yeah. this damn beat, like giant. I knew what he was doing. So, so I, I can summon a beast, but I can't see through uh, its okay, eyes or okay. anything. Gotcha. What are the three of you doing? Tailing him. We're, we're tailing him, I thought. We Sit tried down. to tell you that, but you couldn't fucking hear us because <laughs> you were fucking uh, singing. You guys through. were disgusting. Do, do, do. <laughs> do, do, do. Menace has a cot in his head now, and you do hear Menace humming like... <laughs> Stop that right now. <laughs> what? What? It's catchy. It's catchy. <laughs> You see Sid's mimicking it. Red's like, oh, she's kind of I'm muting my Discord. Yes, I'm muting his I'm, I'm Mage Hand and Chuck Reginald. <laughs> and then as you guys Wait. talk about the tail, the giant comes back. Oh, my God. He hand bones a little bit. This is the worst. I have my headphones out. Some time passes as you begin to tell him. I need everyone to make me a community stealth check. A community stealth, stealth check. Ooh. Over this guy singing, you're trying to say that we, he has a damn chance of hearing us. I get to reroll that. Uh, seven. That's another nat fucking 20. I got an unnatural 26. If that helps. It does help, help as the three of you are tailing behind this giant on this loose road. And you can see that the road is like holding up as you're walking. As we're going real quick, I do I do look over at Drell. I notice he's been a lot quieter without all that clanking armor. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah. oh, hey, hey, Drell, you're, you seem really light on your feet. Yeah. It's my jacket. Yeah, it's pretty wow. sick. I mean, I, th I thought I was a stealthy guy. You, yeah. I got to follow your lead, man. You go ahead. D take the lead. <laughs> and I run as fast as I can, like Naruto. And I fucking <laughs> have my arms tucked behind me. And I sprint down the trail. But like a shadow. <laughs> you follow the broken dirt path as the <laughs> begins to fade and subside as you come over a hill. And the giant is no longer in your view. Some time passes, and your feet begin to hurt as you're walking on this cracked land and pointy rock, broken branches. And for what seems like another hour has passed, but this, this road is the only thing that has been consistent. Then you see the outline of what you believe to be the wall of a town. The closer you get, you look at this, wall wrapped around some buildings and the wall is made of loose lumber and cracked wood reinforced with dirt and clay you immediately sense a false sense of security looking at this wall as you gaze upon it from the distance you can't imagine that this wall could actually protect anyone uh-huh <laughs> so you are about like you can see it 
it's like a couple hundred feet away and you can kind of see like into the town and the town looks very like broken and in front of you this dirt road leads into an open gate but there is nobody at the gate you don't see any guards you don't see anybody walking into town did it, we see the giant what? go into the town did he like you do not over see the, the giant what? Why not? We were tailing him the whole time. You, when you guys went over a ridge, and he was out Did of he view, like disappeared. He was gone. Oh, yes. Son of a gun. That's weird. This <laughs> is like, huh? You hear sounds coming from the town, and you can kind of see, like the wall is like kind of blocking for what you can see. So when you're looking through this wide open gate, there's no door, there's no guards. You do see like the silhouette of beings walking around you do hear some noise maybe some chatter or sounds of a town beyond its walls but that's what you can get so the town looks broken it doesn't look like much but we're right. hearing sounds from it yeah like you hear sounds from within the town it's mm. a couple hundred feet away so you're hearing like very vague sounds but you're hearing sounds of like like nobody's trying to hide what they're doing you can't see anything but you do like hear movement as you're thinking about what's going on, Armos, you just see Minus, Reginald, and Sid have meandered forward going to I look at Drell and I'm like, you know what? Maybe we're in hell. I don't know. Yeah, I I was thinking the exact same thing. So we uh proceed kind of carefully up to this town to like look around I guess Menace is not he's just <laughs> the three of you approach the town and as you approach the town gate there are no guards at its entrance through the opening you can see a town of thatched roofs and loose stone buildings fallen stone buildings homes have looked to be built of whatever thing they could find to hold it up. No two buildings look the same as they all look to be built by hand, whether bad or worse. And as you look through the gate, you do see the silhouette of people walking around. It's not crowded by any means, but there are cloaked figures walking. And as you walk through the gate, there is a large shack to the side of you. And as you look to the left, you see this giant scrunched up inside of the shack, looking out. And he looks at you three to go, Oh, we got visitors. Well, get many of those around here. I haven't seen you before. And this is just giant sitting, like really scrunched up. His knees are up to his chin. And above you, misspelled, oh it says guardhouse. <laughs> uh, hi, friend. Uh, hail. Good to see you. <laughs> you are friendly, right? Uh, fre fallen. And he points to him. He points to his nose. What, what does that mean? Fallen. And he points to himself again. And then he notices Drell and he goes, Fallen, and points to him. Drell, you know this guy? <laughs> no, no, Drell. 
I <laughs> tap myself. My name's Joe. Oh. I lean over and Minas and go, what a fucking idiot. <laughs> and he the- looks at the three of you glowing. And he points to you, Minas, and he like taps you on like the head. And his hand is massive. His whole fingertip is like the size of like your body. And he goes, glowing, unusual. And he he realizes that you're being glowing because of the feather in your hat. The feather that's oh. like in your horns, the your relic. Like this, check out my mace. And he goes, shing! <laughs> oh. Hmm. Ormos, what is with this guy? I don't know. I like this guy. <laughs> hey. <laughs> you didn't happen to see a bag on the road, did you? You didn't happen to touch my bag, did you? Hmm. Oh, uh, we actually, we saw you. We did see you from afar, put your bag down. And as you walked away, it did tumble. Uh. Oh. As you walked away, yeah, yeah. Oh, you didn't go on it, did you? No. Minus, you were in my co- bag? Minus, you're covered in shit that literally poured out of his back. Nope. All right, better not have been. And he, like, squints at you a little more, Minus. And as you're talking to him, you hear another voice. A scraggly voice. A little bit of a whine to it. And he comes around from the back of the shack. And it is a fully cloaked figure with a plague doctor mask, big old hood. And you notice that his hands are sticking out. His hands are gloved, but out from his hands, from the gloves where the sleeve of his jacket is, are a bunch of black feathers sticking out. Here we go. Oh, Charlie, why don't you cut him a break, all right? They're not going to harm you. And you see this cloaked figure. Cloaked figure walk to a broken carriage that has two different shaped wheels and he throws the crate on. Well, this is the oddest bunch I've ever seen walk through these old gates. What are you guys doing here? Uh, just walking around, you know, soaking in the moonlight. So he looks at Minis and Armos and you can't see any facial expression from him because he's wearing a plague doctor mask. Can't say I've had a fallen gentleman speak for it's owners. So what are the two of you doing? Uh, the fuck did you just say? <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, buddy. And I fucking tap him on the chest and say, I don't not owned by anybody besides these guns. And I flex my biceps. <laughs> I will say you're, I mean, other than Sully here, I haven't seen a fellow quite as large and massive as you. He pokes you with the tip of his plague doctor mask goes well hey listen to each their own who am i to judge yeah so you're pretty high on the meter of fuck around and find out menace peeks out from behind drill hey uh what did you mean by own well you know fallen uh, and you see the giant go fallen and he points to himself uh well, you know fallen fallen usually hang out with those i, I Wait a minute. And he looks at you, Menace, and he notices that you're glowing. He goes, oh, and he goes to his cart and he takes a tarp out and he throws it over you, Menace. And he cloaks you and your your snout just comes out. And he whispers, he goes, you're just visiting, aren't you? Oh, yes, we're on vacation. Mm. To, yeah. 
this place. Where, where, where are we? <laughs> yeah, my parents closer. have a summer house here. <laughs> we don't want to cause you any trouble. And we don't want to have trouble caused by you here. Okay. Now, I'm a little bit more of a free thinker. Uh, my mind is open. Uh, my, third, my third eye. I believe birds of a feather flock together. But some of the people in this town aren't as understanding and they don't take kindly to life walkers around here if you want to blend in you better get the gist and you better catch up while you're in this town he's your fallen and you two are mercs understand uh i'm gonna be honest you gotta explain to us like we're children what do those two words mean in this town mm, it's not what it means in this town it what it's what it means to the queen all that live in its shadow. The queen? Wait, like... Tell you what. Go ahead. I have a little uh, shop in town for mercs and those who when Sully trips and, uh, you know, stubs his toe, you come over and visit me, okay? And we'll talk a little more in private. It's called a near-death experience. All right? Wait, what's your name? Friends call me Berthy. And he takes off his Plague Doctor mask. And poof! Right in your face, because he's so close. Black ruffled crow feathers flare out and reveal an abnormally large beak. The more you look, you notice some of his feathers are highlighted with gray, showing old age. As you may know this as a Kenku. My name's Berthy. I went over and visited my uh, garden, or... Uh, my God, the near-death experience. It's, a, it's in a town, you know, you can't really miss it. It's the only one that doesn't look like it's completely falling apart here. It has a large pumpkin in the back. I'm very proud of it. I'm very proud of it. Uh, you also see, like, a large shed for uh, Sully when he goes to sleep at night. So, why don't you go ahead and visit me there, and perhaps we can help you. And if I were you, I would keep that, uh, uh, the schmelic under wraps. And he points to your relic yeah. that's in your horn. Oh, okay. Uh, should I just, like, hide it somewhere? Mm. Yeah, if, I, if I were you, I wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't flash that around here. How's what? this? He sticks it in his pocket. I'll talk you're going to have to explain. Yeah. You're gonna I'll have talk to later. And you see that he picks up, um, he puts his, you see that he puts his Plague Doctor mask back on, and he shoves his feathers back into his Plague Doctor mask, and he goes to his cart, and he picks it up, and Sully helps him, and he goes, Okay, you three be safe. Boom, boom. And you see that uh, the two of them go over this loose bridge that goes over uh, a little bit of a uh, cracked ground, what you think you hear flowing water from, and into the town. And he goes deeper, and he loses you in what the town square, and you start to see more people in the area that he's in like over this bridge is where like cloaked figures walking around and you notice some of them through the hoods a lot of them have beaks and it looks like most of them are the same race as the figure you just met and with that said that is where we're going to end this issue. well i don't think we are in kansas anymore <laughs> you were right I wonder, wonder if he's got a son or a grandkid named benji or something <laughs> I thought that was about to be it. Yeah. I was going to ask him, but he walked away too fast. I feel like I know when you wrote this. Uh, was it around Halloween? Nope. 
I know. <laughs> <laughs> that is the end of episode 49. Here we go. Shadowfell. Oh, my God. What we're a good one. I love, I love Shadowfell so much. In the books, man. The bag. Man. The bag man. The bag man. Oh, I wanted to jump back in that Shinbu's ass. Yeah, I, I was, was like, he'd still be there. Um, bag man is fun. I I knew Dan was. Well, we'll talk about more of this in the after show, yeah. of course. But you said it. I'm like, okay, I'll allow him to know what the bag man is in some way. It's fine. <laughs> Yo, wait a meta game, Dan. <laughs> yeah. Because make sure oh, he doesn't you know add the him in Discord block. for it. I, I, I have no idea what I didn't. I didn't know if there was a specific stat block or. Is more just like uh basic. He's fun. He's fun. I okay. Like, oh, I gotta, I gotta kick this off with that. They'll never see it coming. They'll yeah. <laughs> never see it coming. Bad oh man. man. But yeah, welcome to Shadowfell. Oh, good to be here. Mm-hmm. And you guys Thanks met Sully. Us. I'm so happy you met Sully. Farted. <laughs> uh, we will be releasing on YouTube. Look out for it. We will be releasing a uh, one-hour loop of boop a doop a doop a doop. doop. Mm. <laughs> Sully's new hit single. <laughs> it's uh, for whenever you want to pull your fucking hair out of your head and uh, mm-hmm. throw your face through drywall. Oh, now Just we have 50, oh, man. 50 hours of Sully humming that you can study to. Every day we're just going <laughs> to release a longer version. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I actually oh, took my headphones out while you guys were doing that. I couldn't do it. I couldn't handle it fair. anymore. That's fair. Why is he just singing along? He's singing his own. I tune. could not handle it anymore. <laughs> I don't. I don't think you swore. By the way, Tony, I'm proud of you. I. Uh, me too. Me too. Yeah, I don't think I did either. Rated PG. Wait, I think you did curse. PG oh, no, definitely. I, oh, definitely. I did. We I got definitely our one. did. That was sarcasm. <laughs> we did within the last three minutes. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what the fuck? <laughs> you're, a lot of times I'm, I've heard Drell go, hey, what the fuck? <laughs> Drell's going to have a real hard time in this town, I can tell already. Oh. <laughs> uh, well, oh. thanks for listening, everybody. Well, does anybody have anything you want to send off with? You know what I do? Mm. 44pod.com go ahead and check it out you can find oh, everything yeah. you need about four dnd 44 at 44pod.com you can catch up on the latest news through our various social links there you can listen to the episodes right from our website and you can also check out that sweet sweet merch it is pretty sweet and very comfortable and it's constantly cool. updating and constantly updating yeah thank you jerry thank you so we'll see you next time bye bye <laughs> bye adios now it's time to shout out our Patreon supporters, starting with the newest member of the Blood Shard Bandits. Ulrich Shielddust is offering a reward for his missing blacksmith hammer. It's a gold hammer with a black leather-wrapped handle. He advises whomever finds it to not forge with it, as it may create some uh, <coughs> uh, issues. Next is the Sigic College alumni. Artemis loves working at the Sigic College, but many don't know he moonlights on the side as a bouncer for an underground fight club. Last night, he had to step into the ring himself because an audience member jumped into the octagon. Work quickly became play as onlookers began cheering for Artemis and betting on the match. He made it out of the ring a few bruises bigger and several gold wealthier. 
Alara Dawnstar has been training hard for her upcoming Dragon Chess match with Minus. While training, her peace was interrupted yet again by a, a, a giant snake? With a weird obsession with itself. It kept showing Alara a, a self-portrait, and after several shrugs, the snake slithered off. Alara was incredibly confused, but soon turned her attention back to the inevitable battle she would have with Minus later. Robot Crisp is an artificer who has just moved to the city of Aramore. Performing odd jobs for its citizens, Robot hopes to raise enough money to fund their wacky projects and produce magical inventions to aid cooks and bartenders alike. Robot's recent invention was a rocket-boosted mini-cart meant to carry flagons of ale across bar tops. Julius Kendrick sneaks through the shadows with a green lantern in hand, blood dripping down his forearm. Shadowfell is dangerous to some, but almost comforting to him. And though many dangerous creatures lurk about, most slink back into the darkness as Julius passes by. And now it's time to shout out our Humbreas heroes! Alex Judge Dredd has just put up wanted posters for a group of thieving were-ravens. If you know the whereabouts of these jazzy birds, please seek out Sir Dredd so he may bring them to justice. Man with Glass is currently on trial for attacking Man with Stones. He claims Man with Stones threw rocks at his house. Man with Stones said it was stupid of him to build a glass house next to a lake and another fight broke out. Enter Reigns, the newly appointed weather sorcerer of Gilo. It has been a dry few months and Frederick Juniper hopes that a new hire will be able to whip up some storm clouds. Thank you again and we'll see you next episode.